I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. As things change, other things stay the same, like Ohio Lottery scratch-offs. From small tickets to big tickets, from bright colors to flashy themes, there's something for everyone. Big wins make big stories, but it's the millions of small wins every day that make life-changing memories. And your biggest win will come by following the state-recommended safety protocols during this special holiday season. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. All right, everyone. Welcome. Good morning. It's your girl, the Queen of N.E., and that was Poppy, Fill the Crown, one of the official songs from this evening's takeover in Portland. Honey, we're here. Hope you got your coffee, your pastry, your wrestle best friend, and you're here to hang out with Queen to talk all about NXT TakeOver Portland on its own day. By its own damn self. Woo, child. I'm so excited. But I am not here by myself. Luckily, I have one of the fam, the fam bam gang gang, Mr. Chris. Black underscore Baymax 8. Give him a follow, Chris. What's up, homie? Good morning. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, whatever you decide to watch or listen to this. Yeah. Let's get it. (laughs) Let's get it. So exciting. Chris, first of all, before we even get started, okay, before we even even wrap our minds around this, what's up, Colin? He's in the chat. How are you, buddy? Um, dude, TakeOver is on its own day, and it's not a Saturday. What do we think about this? I. Uh, first off, it got everybody confused, like, <laughs> Takeover's on a Saturday. Takeover's not on a Saturday. It's not accompanying anything. Meanwhile, I'm over here like, Takeover's on this grown man. It can handle its own. It don't need no backing from nobody. It's good. <laughs> it don't need no man. I love that. <laughs> What's up to JPQ? Sorry, buddy. I do not have any fun commands because your girl has no clue how to do it. And uh, I just haven't had the time to do that. So I need to find me <laughs> A streamer who can help me do all these things. But, uh, of course, hashtag watch stardom. But you're right, Chris. Everyone's confused. We all think that it's going to be like this other <laughs> day, normal Saturday. And then we're all like, nope, Sunday, Sunday night. I'm so glad that it got its own moment. Like, what? So exciting. NXT's on its you own. Want- it's like a grown I know. Yeah, it took off the training wheels and it's on his bike now. So um, sure is. Yeah, I love it. I absolutely love it. I'm excited for them. I'm excited for this show. There's so much to break down. 
even though there's only six matches, Chris, I feel like there's so much story going on here and I'm super excited. So overall, before we break down every single match, which we will, which one are you looking forward to the most? I have about three. Okay, okay, of okay. Course, of course, the North American Championship match between Keith Lee and Dominic Dodgekovic. We're going to break it down. We are, we but are. It's like I've always said with Ishii and Evil, I love seeing those two guys go at it in the same ring at the same time. Just two big men just... I'll, I'll save it for the breakdown. I'll save that for the breakdown. Okay, okay, okay. That's one. Two, Tegan and Dakota. Former best friends. Best friends make bitter rivals. Mm. And of course, number three, the championship match. Adam Cole and Champa. Oh, It's finally happening, dude. For real. Like, I feel like we've been, it's been forever since Goldie has been where Goldie belongs. But we have thoughts on that. I know. I know. Chat, let us know. What match are you excited for? What are you feeling? What's got you the most excited? Okay. As we start with this. And you, you know what, Chris? I feel like we need to start with Keith Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic. So let's break this down, okay? Because there's a lot we have to say here. I feel like this North American Championship has been the hottest it's been in a long time. And that's because of, of course, our boy, Keith Lee, basking his glory, honey. What do we think about this? Oh, my God. Just to have the year that Keith Lee has had in, like, the last, what, Four months of 2019 and then coming right into 2020, carrying that momentum mm-hmm. and then capping it off. Well, not capping it off, but actually getting it started by winning the North American Championship. Oh, my God. To see this to see this guy come from the Indies having classics in PWG against guys like Dominic Dodgekovic, like a Jeff Cobb, like a Ricochet, like a Leo Rush. Oh my god. This this dude's growth has been incredible. To say to say the least, his growth has been incredible. And not to take away anything from Dominic Dijakovic. I mean six 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 seven two seventy five, Keith Lee six two three forty. Modern day Kaiju battle. Godzilla versus Rodan be damned. I mean, just watch this. Just watch this. Just just watch the match. Just watch the match and you will be blown away every single time by any of the moves that both these guys do. Oh, you know, I feel the same way. Whenever I see two large big hoss guys going for a fight, this is the this is what I want. Because both of these guys, as you explained, they're they're big, they're heavy hitters. They're tall, they're large and in charge, but they can move. And that's what I think is people don't understand, like, especially about Keith Lee. Like, the man does things that you just would not expect him to do, (laughs) okay? And it makes it so much more exciting. And I feel like if you watched uh, back in 2017, PWG's Battle of LA, between these two, Uh you know exactly, exactly what you're about to get today. And if you don't, you're going to find out because... 
Uncle Melts there gave that one a five star, and that deserved every Shit. single star, colored in yellow gold, shining bright, honey. Damn right. Woo! It was great then. It's going to be even better now because it's in NXT. It's for the title. It's going to be absolutely dope. But the real question is, okay, because we've, we've had this storyline, right, going on with them. And, you know, Roddy Strong was involved and all this stuff because, of course, he was the former champion. Um, mm-hmm. This big Haas fight, Chris, who do you have winning here? And chat, let us know as we're making our predictions. We will forever bask in this man's glory. Keith Lee retains the North American Championship. Yes, I feel the same way. Bask in his glory, baby. Ain't no way he's losing. Sorry, Dominic. I just don't think it's your time. It's Keith Lee's time. He is shining bright like a diamond, like Rihanna would say. And I just feel like, yo, he's got to keep this title right now. He's got to. Exactly. Think about it. the man just won the dead on title. Yep. Three three weeks ago. Yeah, it was three weeks ago. You're right. You're right. So can't lose it now, can he? Nope. 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 All right. He's keeping it. Our boy Keith Lee retaining that North American title. Which by the way, very nice looking title. I love that burgundy strap. It reminds me of some of the classic belts that the NWA used to have. And it's so it's just so sexy. It's a sexy belt. I ain't gonna lie. It is. It's nice looking. It's got a the, the North America. It's beautiful the way it's presented. The the gold is perfect. I don't know. I like the shape of it too. I don't know. I just think that belt's great. Seeing the replicas when you go to a WWE show and Look at them in, in person. It makes it makes you almost want to buy it, and then you see the price tag, and you're like, "Nope, I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm out." <Yeah. laughs> but yeah, I don't it's, know. It's one of those cla- it's one of those classic SpongeBob memes. Like that championship looks beautiful. Price four hundred ninety nine. Item head up. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I gotta get out. I gotta go. Uh, you're absolutely right, though. It's beautiful. I'd like to own that one, but you know what can we say? But we're right. gonna move on to something fun, Chris. Okay. Something unexpected. Sometimes in life, things come together. All right. People join in makeshift tag teams. And sometimes, my friend, we get absolute perfection. Things that we did not expect to go together, go together. And the weights, my friend, go together like sea salt and caramel. And you just never would have thought that it would be that good. And I'm talking about, of course... Pete Dunn and Matt Riddle feasting off against Undisputed Era's own Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish for the NXT Tag Team Championship, Chris. This match has me hyped. Yo, I'm still reeling over here about the vignettes that they did Wednesday night. (laughs) (laughs) I know. These boys are killing it. It's like classic pineapple express type <laughs> it is though you're so right i never i can't oh my god i forgot all about that movie it was like pineapple express uh hangover stepbrothers type of movie 
just imagine that with these two and I've never really thought that these two guys had any kind of cohesion, any kind, any kind of cohesiveness as a tag team. But during the last three matches that they had in the Dusty Tag Team Classic, they have proved me hella wrong. I, and the thing about this, yeah, the, yeah. And the thing about this, it's like whenever you have quote unquote makeshift tag teams, have some kind of cohesion. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever Pete Dunn, whenever Pete Dunn and Matt Riddle, whenever it's the yellow on black, purple on black, red, it doesn't matter. That's the one thing I really, I really can't get behind. Whenever it's these two guys, and it's the same for the undisputed era. Undisputed era is you know basic yellow, black, whatever color coordination you got, and it's it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. It really is. And you, you know, you know, and everybody who knows me knows that tag team wrestling is my jam jelly on perfectly sliced bread. Like, I love tag team wrestling. And one of my biggest complaints, which we talk about in hashtag wrestling fashion, that's right, JPQ. We talk a lot about tag team cohesion. And we talk a lot about how when they dress similar or even when they actually match, it makes it 10 times better because it makes them go from single stars to a united front. And that's right. what I love about it. And a lot of makeshift tag teams don't do that. It drives me nuts. Or they do the stupid thing, like they combine their entrance music and flip back and forth between each one. No, homie, stop it. I just want them to be yeah. a unit. Like, make me believe that these two are going to gel together as a team. You know, unless the storyline is they're a whole mess and they can't get it together, right? Then that's different. But I feel like... Right. You know, they, they've done so well since the Dusty Classic. And like you said, they, I mean, it proved us all wrong. What's up, Conrad? We're just talking right now about the Broserweights versus our pals here, Undisputed Era. Um, talking a little bit about tag team cohesion, my friend. Um, man, I, I they play so well off of each other. The yin and the yang. Pete Dunne is so serious and so British and like just so no nonsense. <laughs> and then you have Matt Riddle, who's just Matt Riddle. And it just goes so yeah. well together. <laughs> Plus they, their styles complement each other because, you know, Dunn's so technical and Riddle's MMA. So he's they, they actually complement one another so, so well. And then, of course, you have Undisputed Era, which, listen, like Kyle O'Reilly is one of the absolute best there is right now. And, and has been for a really long time, I feel like. And Bobby Fish is no slouch either. I don't mean it like that. I just mean like... No, no. What a tag team match we're about to get, Chris. What What's going to happen here? What Are, are we getting the Broserweights winning these titles after this meteoric three, four-week rise? To understand that, you got to understand the very first tag team who won the Dusty Tag Team Classic, Finn Balor and Samoa Joe, they had success in... And of course, that didn't really lead to us. Look, yes, look, wait a minute. What am I? Wait a minute. What the hell am I saying? Yes, it did. It led to a fantastic ass match between them, between him and Joe, between Balor and Joe at um take over the end. I mean, do we see it? You know what? I am actually gonna take a chance and give these two guys the belts. Don't get me wrong. The undisputed era has done incredible things with the tag team belts. So much so that 
they really don't need him at this point. I'd say give him to the Brozaways. Let him have a good solid run with it. Maybe like a good, maybe two takeovers, maybe a good NXT show. Yeah, give him, I said give him to the Brozaways. Give him to the Brozaways. You know what? I love the Undisputed Era. And them winning the gold was one of my favorite things. Like all the gold. Ooh, it's so good. <laughs> it makes me so yeah. happy as a huge, huge Undisputed Era fan. But I got a feeling, my friend, that we're going to see them lose all the gold. <laughs> I feel like right now the broser weights getting these titles makes a heck of a lot of sense. Now, be that as it may, I can't, I, I don't think Undisputed Era needs the gold. You know? I know. They don't have to have it. I feel like if we're going to move on the browser weights, now is a great time to do so as we build the next month and change towards Mania season and Mania week right. and that and that takeover in Tampa. Um, I think you could do a lot of things. But that being said, my friend, Roderick Strong is floating around. And we oh. know how much Undisputed Era likes their shenanigans. Oh, yeah. So could we see some of that? It's possible. But for me... I'm going Broserweights. Chat, sound off. Is it Broserweights or is it Undisputed Era? Do we have and new or and still? It's complicated. And this is what I love about NXT, Chris, while we're waiting for the chat to give us their picks. Um, That's what I love about this card. Literally anything could happen here. Anything can happen. We We could pick who we think will win. But in actuality, it could 100% be the other person, and you can make an argument for that easily. Right. That's what I love about NXT. You never quite know what they're going to do. And that's unique, I feel like, for WWE. What do you think? I echo the same thing. It's That's the beauty of watching the takeovers. You never really can tell who, who you pick may actually win. Say, for instance, we a couple of takeovers ago, we had Shayna Baszler versus Bianca Belair. It was we. It was almost to that point that we thought Bianca Belair was going to take it, and then Shayna Baszler ends up holding off the title for 300, 400, 500 days now. I mean, now we can now we never even tell. We can't even tell now. <laughs> we can't even tell. Hell. Hell, maybe they might pull a fast one on us and they may pull a Dijakovic. It it could happen. It's like you said, we can make a deductive reasoning for it. We can do that. Absolutely, we could. Easily. That's what makes this so special. It reminds me a lot of like what we love about New Japan, right? There are some things that we feel like are gonna be shoe-ins. But the way Gato books, it it honestly could go (laughs) any way, any which way, and then and then you think that you know, and then you're wrong. <laughs> Tell me about it. Tell me about it. Oh, my Lord. I know. And uh, speaking, of, speaking of that, let's get to the match that I am a little bit confused about who I want to root for, buddy. Because I got number two husband in here, Finn Balor, <laughs> versus Johnny Gargano. And, like, bro, I, I don't know what to do. Like... 
I love Finn Balor so much and he's back as the prince and like that was my jam in <clears throat> in New Japan. And he's back being a bad boy and I, I don't know what to do with my life, but like Johnny Gargano is Johnny Wrestling. So like, what do we do here, Chris? What do we do? Chat? What do we do? Let us know. What do we do with this match? <laughs> <laughs> um, as much as I love Johnny Gargano, mm-hmm. as much as I love Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Wrestling is quintessential baby face. Queenie, I'm about to solve your problem. Okay, solve my problem, please. I'm about to solve your problem. We about to get into counseling right now. Okay. You never, and the rock means ever, bet against number two husband. It's true. I've never bet against Finn ever, even though, even when I knew he was going to (laughs) lose. You're so right. Chris, I don't know, man. He, let's talk about Finn Balor for a minute because his coming over from New Japan to NXT back in the day and his run in his first run in NXT was unbelievable. When he left that in 2016, like he was top dog, he won the he was the first universal champion then freaking Seth Rollins god dang it hurt my boy and he was out and ever since it's just been not quite what i think us finn fans had been hoping for on his appearance with Ron Smackdown and it just it, it, his time there and it wasn't working and then they were like let's put him back in NXT and then they changed him to be the prince and I was just like, I feel like I got my Finn back. I don't know. Like, how you know how Stella got her groove back? Finn got his groove uh-huh. back. You know what I mean? Yep. When, um, <laughs> it's it, that promo when he said, my future will be my past. I'm over here like, okay, your future will be your past. Got you. You talking about your past running NXT? Mm-hmm. I mean, where do you champion? Where you going after NXT championship? And I'm like, Okay, cool. I'm with it. Finn Balor is NXT champion. Why the hell not? Mm-hmm. But then that, but then that turn on Gargano, and when he did, and after that he did the gun pose. I was like, I was over here, hella tight. I was like, boy, <laughs> the, I was over here like, boy, the prince is back. Mm. Now all we needed, all we need is that damn light up jacket, and I'll be fine. Oh God! Oh my God! Yes! <laughs> oh my God! Yes! <laughs> I'd be so happy. But th- this, this is crazy, right? Because there's <sighs> Gargano has just like he bleeds NXT, right? Like how many interviews has yep. he given when he was like, "I don't want to go anywhere else." NXT is my my place. I want to be here forever. Like that kind of vibe. And then you put him against my man, Finn Balor. And you're, oh, that turn. Oh, just thinking about that turn again makes me go crazy. Because those finger guns, honey, I just, I don't know. I don't know. It was perfect. Couldn't have been booked better. And this feud has been great. The way they've been yes. promoing on each other. Conrad just said in the chat, could be match of the night. DG said the turn was hey. perfect. 
Mr. Bob Culture Podcast is in the house. Sup, Rob? Uh, he says, could go either way. Give me Gargano. You know I want that cold Champa Gargano triple threat at Mania Weekend. Same. But Sir. that's why I want Finn to win so Gargano can go insert himself elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so you know your girl's picking Finn, all right? Because as oh, Chris reminded me. Uh, what, what are you picking, Chris? Then we're going to talk about what Conrad just mentioned here in the chat because this is very interesting. Oh, I got to go Prince. Yeah. I have to go with Prince. Like I said, as much as I love Johnny, I go. I never bet against the Prince. Yeah, definitely not. So Conrad just said, could it be a, a four-way? Fatal four-way match, NXT title, Cole, Ciampa, Gargano, Balor. I mean... Um, take all my money. I mean, you already have my money, but like, um, take it again. Uh, um, um, Conrad, um, sir, you want me? You want my head to literally explode and not make any more edits for anybody? Don't mention this match around me, son. Do not mention this match around me because <laughs> both, both. I I take that as in, oh, you want it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, yes. And uh, shout out to my, the Meat Boys in the house at Meats and yes, Treats. What's up, homie? Making me hungry every damn day. Oh yes, my sir. god, I can't wait to see the NXT creations, boys. Um, DG says, going to have to go with Gargano for the win. Could you imagine how bitter it would make Finn? I mean, you're not wrong there, and he could go on an absolute tear. Which would also be great for storyline purposes, right? Gargano gets the victory. Finn loses it completely. Starts killing everybody on the roster. And that's how we get the four-way. Oh, shit. Maybe do we go? I can't turn my, I can't change my mind. But I would not hate that. What do you think? Now that you brought that up, I don't mind that at all. If Gargano won, Finn just starts going ape shit. He just starts DDT. Hit 1916s. No, scratch that. Bloody Sundays on everybody backstage. <laughs> like, oh. It's just like, nah, 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 nah. Nah, fam, it just DDT's William Regal just be like, no. I, I look at him like, yes, Finn, but then I'll be like, um, no. I no, know. Finn, no, don't do it. But do it, but do it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But secretly but do it. it. <laughs> um, secretly. <laughs> secretly do it we support you finn like if you want to kill everybody like go kill him like let's go <laughs> uh but uh rob points out four could be awesome but maybe too many moving pieces it could be but um i, I they haven't done it and i would like to see it so i feel like right. if anybody could do pull off the fatal four way in the best way possible it would be nxt oh definitely i can't hate on it because i think it'd be really really dope um, could this be match of the night to steal the show away from the championship matches? Chris, what do we think? If done right, yeah. If done right, I'm, if it could be, definitely be match of the night. Oof, I think it's going to be one of my top two favorites. Maybe three. I don't know what's going to happen. Which makes this even more exciting. But speaking of all-out fights, Chris... If we're talking feuds, ain't nothing worse than fighting your friend. 
or oh, ain't nothing God. better than fighting your friend. <laughs> because we got a street fight in the house for the ladies. Tegan Knox. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Dakota Kai, former best friends, both had their careers totally marred by injuries. Kai had been like the beloved, like so much love baby face, right? Hard, hardcore. Um, Man, when she got hurt and she came back, I thought everything was going to be great. And then this girl shuts the door in war games, on Tegan Knox, and I was like, oh, she went heel. This has been one of the best heel turns in recent memory. Am I wrong? You are not. Oof. Child, I cannot. This, this has been such a well-booked feud. The ready-made storyline of best friends. But it's so dark. That it's so great because it has skyrocketed Kai as a as a evil heel and pushed Tegan Knox as this baby face who can't help but root for the girl. Holy crap. Um, there's so much going on in the women's division in NXT. It's it's one of the strongest women's divisions out there right now, currently, if not the strongest. Uh in a in a Promotion that has male and female stars, right? But we'll say Stardom has the strongest female roster, right? JPQ, hashtag watch Stardom. But in terms of a promotion that has both male and female rosters, NXT, girl, yes, all the way. Um, This is going to be crazy. I expect them to beat the crap out of each other. And I think that Dakota Kai is going to win. What do you think? Oh, I expect nothing less. Mm-hmm. They beat. I expect them to beat the absolute piss out of each other. Because, mm. like I said before, like I said before, great friends make better rivals. And take a look at the two that's running the business now: Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Sure, they did. I mean, <laughs> they had some of the bloodiest matches I have ever seen in WWE. Yeah. I mean, I don't expect a whole lot of blood, but why not? Give us a little bit of color. Well, I mean. Give us a little bit of. Yeah, a little color ain't no hurt nobody. Right? Mm-hmm. But I'm going the opposite. I have <gasps> to go with Tegan. Woo, we're splitting decision here. Chat says for sure on uh, Dakota Kai here, but I think. Maybe you, maybe someone will support your side. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like Dakota has to win. I agree with BJ. Says, you know, she has to win here. And I kind of feel like, I feel like I agree. I think that Candice LeRae is going to get involved, though. Yeah. After. Because, you know, that's her oh, next yeah. thing. And I don't think it's going to kill Knox's momentum right now um, entirely, right? Um, DJ DG right. says sometimes you got to get real dark heel turn 
to get people to pay attention to a person. Oh man, I agree. And, um, oh, me junkie. Hello. Uh, it's pretty amazing how much heat she got considering Knox had such limited exposure at NXT audience. Yeah. I mean, I totally agree. And I think that has everything to do with who she is, right? She mm. sells her acting is on point. The way she, her demeanor, the body language, all of that comes into play with her. Um, and I think that also has to do with the fact that she was so beloved when she was there for such a short time. Sometimes people just, you, you meet somebody and you just, you're behind them 100% and then they get hurt. And then mm-hmm. they come back and it's like, wah, wah. but not for her. I feel like it's been beautiful storytelling. You know, I'm, I agree with your points. Mm-hmm. I agree mm-hmm. with your point. Maybe it, maybe T, maybe Dakota Kai will get the dub. I will not. Then again, I would not mind that at all because um, both Tegan and Dakota looking absolute looking absolutely good. I totally agree. Um, and we're gonna definitely come back to this question that Conrad just put out. Maybe a question for the end: How will this show affect this the weeks leading to Takeover Tampa while competing with AEW on Wednesday nights? Let's do these two championship matches, and we're coming back to that, Conrad, because it's an awesome question. And I've been thinking about this too because. You know, it's not just Raw and SmackDown that are on the road to WrestleMania, honey. And speaking of on the road to WrestleMania, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, for the Women's NXT Championship. Do we see a queen interfere here? Do we feel the queen's presence? Or does she not come and let them fight by themselves and just let us all wonder what she's going to do? Either way, it can happen. Mm-hmm. I can definitely, I can definitely see Charlotte just coming in and making an appearance, just kicking the absolute piss out of Bianca Belair. And of course, I'll be on the sidelines, hella tight. But I'm, I'm just gonna, um, Charlotte, you just Bianca Belair. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't even have, I don't, I don't even have earrings that I want to take them off. If you, even at the thought of doing that, but still. It doesn't. It may do it. It may happen. Then again, it might not. Mm-hmm. Who the hell knows at this point? Either way, I'm just. Either way, it's gonna be a dope match. It's gonna be really good. I, you know, couple things here. Firstly, I love Bianca Belair. I have for a while, and I feel like her performance in the Royal Rumble. Holy God! Like just. So good. She completely showed out. So strong. So athletic. So much personality. And then she comes... uh, And then the queen comes down to NXT to talk to Rhea Ripley. And Bianca, just the sass, the selling, the attitude. When she looked at Rhea and goes, girl, you better whip her ass before I do. (laughs) You know what I mean? It was perfect. (laughs) And then she like put, you know, Charlotte put her hand in her face and Bianca was like ready to throw up down you know i'm um oh oh my god it's just such good storytelling so i feel like chris we have a couple of options so let's see what we think here so we have the option that i think you know i have Rhea right now for this choice of winning um but i i have two options for you one she wins because charlotte causes a dq and it sets up the triple threat match at mania or they're just going to push ahead with Rhea, Charlotte, and Mania. 
I'm hoping they treat Bianca right, as uh, Conrad just said. And I want to read a couple things to you and then let's chat. So, man, this is tough. So Rob says, love all these women. It's weird how Rhea has opponents on deck the whole time. Fights Tony, Bianca on deck. Fights Belair, Charlotte on deck. Don't love that, but love that Bianca Rhea Flair interactions give me that match. When she, and, and and Rob's so right. She says, "You don't even go here." That was my favorite part from that little spot. So <laughs> yeah, like I'm I yeah. and, and you know the other thing that's weird too is like Becky's establishing with Shayna right now, right? She did her Oscar rubber match and that's done. She's got Shayna in her sights, so that's probably gonna happen for Mania. Then Bailey, who the hell knows what's going on with her? Maybe Naomi. Yeah. But this one is the most like. So many players going on. So what are what are we thinking, Chris? About to about the two options, I could definitely see either one happening. I'm leaning more towards the Charlotte interference because Charlotte maybe some maybe somehow they both the fight escalates outside Charlotte's front row. Mm. Bianco or Rhea gets pushed in the barricade and looks at Charlotte just like just goes like what? What? <laughs> you can see it. And then, and then the other thing I don't want to happen: they go ahead and push Rhea and leave Bianca behind, and I I'll be over here be mad as hell. Just be like, uh, uh no, nah, fam, you just gonna do that? You just gonna do that to Bianca Belair after she grinded, after she busted her ass in the Royal Rumble, eliminated by eleven hundred other people. Before getting eliminated by Saul, nah, nah, that ain't happening. That ain't happening. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. And um, media junkies just said shows you how deep the women's roster is right now. I mean, absolutely, it's totally stacked. Um, and you know, we've been laying out the NXT like where they are right now. You know, where's Io Shirai? Her future's uncertain. Biel- uh, Bianca is, I think, top dog next to Rhea right now and um this charlotte thing though has me has me feeling some type of way because i understand why they're doing it right competing with AEW, which we could talk a little bit more about when we get to conrad's uh uh, question there but they're trying to get more eyes on wednesday nights putting charlotte there does that it leads to a huge first ever match at mania for nxt i mean that's massive and it's going to be the ladies even better right so um I can't say that I hate it because I feel like this that triple threat for me will be more interesting than just Rhea versus Charlotte. Bianca adds a stability as well as an unpredictability to these two. And the strength of Belair versus Charlotte, I think, is is the real ticket. Nothing against Rhea, but I just feel like I would rather see the triple threat than the singles match. And that's Same. rare for me because I don't really like triple threats very much. It has to be the right triple threat. But this one, right. I, I kind of want it. So I feel like if she could set up that, Maria retains, you know, DQ, messes up Bel Air or something, really builds the heat, and then we get all three of them. That's, I, let's, let's, I think I'm going to choose that as my option. I'm going to choose Rhea retains. She's still the champion. Charlotte DQs, messes with Bel Air and with Ripley, of course. And we get the triple threat at Mania. I'm going to call it now. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But that's how I'm feeling. 100%. I'm 100% with that option. Okay. 
chat? Are we feeling triple threat? Are we feeling Rhea retaining? Are we feeling just Rhea versus Charlotte? What do we think? This is a complicated, convoluted one. Um, I'm not... Again, as we said before, I feel like this could go either way. Um, And I'm okay with that. But I would rather the triple threat, personally. So let us all know what you think here as we move towards the sixth and final match. And it's for Goldie. Now, I love Adam Cole, baby, very much. When he came over and made his debut at NXT, I popped. Guy had star written all over him. Look at him now. He's done a great job in NXT. Super awesome. What's up, Brian? Uh, Brian says Rhea retains. Excellent. Um, what What a meteoric 2019 Adam Cole has had. I feel like that is, uh, if you don't agree with that, I don't, do you like wrestling? Do you watch wrestling? I don't know. <laughs> right. Right? Right. Like the things that he's done in 2019 were absolute madness. Think about your favorite matches from 2019. My favorite match of 2019, or a second, well, when, in my top five, two Adam Cole matches are in there. Crazy. He's crazy. Indeed. But Tommaso Ciampa is my favorite wrestler in NXT. Period. Also, I love Velveteen oh. Dream, don't get me wrong. <laughs> but like Tommaso Ciampa is my boy. A Sicilian's gotta stick together, okay? He's crazy. I love it. And I have missed him. Missed him. And I want him to take this goddamn title, Chris. What do you think? One hundred percent behind that statement, Winnie. Dude, I uh, I hope I hope Benji was in the chat, but um, we <laughs> <laughs> call back. Champa as old man Wolverine. Yes. Dude. What else can this man he had he he beat he led the successful charge in war games. Dude has been killing it all of has been killing most of 2019 going into 2020. As far as I'm concerned, give Goldie back to Daddy. <laughs> Daddy's home. Daddy's Home. Ooh. The road to recovery for him. Oh, my God. Whenever he said he was going out with that neck injury, oh, my God. I was, like, devastated. I'm like, shit. This is not good. Not the neck, man. Not the neck. <laughs> oh, no. God. <clears throat> and then and then he came back. He looks good. He feels good to me. Sounds great. He's home. And I, I feel like... Oh, yeah. Champa's taking this undisputed era's losing all the pretty shiny things tonight. Woo, child! All right, so the chat says that Champa all the way for DG, uh, Champa for Colin, Champa for Brian. Um, oh, Rob! Oh, Rob says Cole retains though. Oh, oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. I'd love to know why. Sure. Let us know. 
Um, and, oh, Colin, I'm sorry. Colin said Cole retains as well. Ciampa wins the belt at Mania. My bad. And BJ also says Cole retains. Damn, it's a split chat here. A united front from Chris and I, but a split chat. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, this is the this is what we were talking about. This is the beauty of NXT, and this is the beauty of this freaking card. It literally can go either way. We could all be wrong. Velveteen Dream could come out here and smack somebody. He could come out and ruin things for for Undisputed Era. Hello. I don't know. Oh my God! Even Conrad thinks Cole retains. God dang it, man! I just can't. Oh my! I can't. I can't wait till Mania. He. I can't. <laughs> even though it would be great for him to win on Mania weekend, it would be. But I yeah. can't wait that long, man. I need Undisputed I know, to be right? wiped right now. And what about Velveteen I'm... Dream? He's not on this card. Is he making an appearance again? He was attacking everybody. Roddy Strong, right? That's his thing right now on his pants. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was hysterical, <laughs> by the way. Yo, that that's that's classic Rick Rude type stuff. It, it so is. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. Dream, uh, DG says, Dream takes over the takeover. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I agree. I agree. Um, And Rob says, I wouldn't cross K-R-O-S-S. A certain appearance off the list for tonight. Too deep of ideas. I know. Conrad, you're right. There's like so much going on right now. I don't know what to do. Killer Cross makes an appearance tonight. I've been a freaking drop. I'll lose it. Rob, Rob, don't don't tempt me, Rob. (laughs) If Killer Cross... If I see that red X on the screen at the champion wins the match, I'm just going to be like, oh, God. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. What if Killer Cross comes in the picture for the NXT title? Forget the other titles. He's going straight to the top. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't do it. I cannot. I can't. It's too much. It's too much. No. Oh, no. It's too much we're for me. Ready. Roll it back. We're not ready. We're not ready, Kevin Hart. We're not. Oh, my God. You guys, holy jeez. This is going to be an amazing show. I feel like we're in for surprises. I feel like we're in for some craziness. I just... <laughs> Rob says it could be killer. <laughs> Sorry, I'm done. Uh, that's funny. Uh, DG says we'll see a red X and hear Chris screaming. Yeah, it's a hundred percent right. <laughs> There's so much going on though with this pay per view and storylines as we're leading up to Mania. So before we go tonight, we got to get back to Conrad's question about how this all works leading up to. To Mania, obviously. And as we go through the competition, you know, with AEW on Wednesday nights, um, how, how are we feeling? So how does this show affect the weeks leading to TakeOver Tampa while competing with AEW on Wednesday nights? Go ahead, Chris. What do you think? Hmm. You know what, Conrad, I bet you got me stumped, bro. Hmm. That's a great question. Me, I'm over here like, just let these two, let these two do their own thing. And when it comes to WrestleMania weekend, it's gonna, it's gonna be what it's gonna be. 
that's how I feel about it. I mean, I definitely think, as Conrad is saying, the AEW effect there. Um, I don't think that that's wrong. I think that that's actually pretty spot on. Um, you know, I don't really care so much about ratings, but they do because it's their business. <laughs> this is what they need, right? They need people tuning in. They want to win certain demographics. They want to change that. They want to draw people in. They want to, especially the younger demo right now, they need that because they're losing it. Um, man. I think it's going to affect a lot. I think we're going to see a lot of things. I think the Charlotte thing is a smart move for them. Um, mm -hmm. It brings you more attention from your Raw SmackDown fans over on NXT. It shines a light that maybe they, they're just not paying attention to right now. Um, right. And I think that's a smart move. Finn Balor was the first kind of move of that, even though they have, of course, Prince Pretty already. He's not as much of a draw, no offense. So we have Finn, we have Charlotte, um, I, and I think they're going to try to put on crazy pay-per-views to m have people tune in Wednesday nights. They're they're getting a lot of talent acquisitions. The Performance Center is full, full, full up of people. Um, oh, yeah. And and I think Conrad's right. You know, we've been saying this a long time. The, the fans win no matter what. That's the best exactly. thing about AEW, right, coming on the scene, is that everyone has stepped up their game. You may not like AEW. That's fine. You don't need to. You may not like NXT. That's fine. That's up to you. But you can't deny the effect that this new promotion has had on your cable wrestling shows. And even some extent, the indies. So much has right. blown up since the announcement of AEW last year. It's been a year since they've been announced. They've had TV since October. A lot of things in the landscape uh, has changed. Wednesday Night Wars has been so enjoyable. I love them both personally. I think they're both bringing it different ways, of course, right? But there's so much fun in wrestling right now. And I think that that can't be understated. So uh, as we leave up to take over Tampa, I think they're going to do whatever they can do to bring eyes to Wednesday Night's. And okay. they don't need to sell WrestleMania. WrestleMania will sell itself. It always does. Exactly. Right? Um, exactly. That's not hard to do. But I will say the competition is fiercer than ever. Take a look at oh, GCW yeah. Collective alone. Oh, my God. Like Murder Grandpa versus Chris Dickinson and Bloodsport. Oh. You can't tell me I won't be watching that match because I will be. Oh, my God. Like, without a doubt. You know what I mean? And that's just one match of all the amazing things they have going on. So they're really going to have to push and sell hardcore these things for not only their weekly TV shows, but as we lead up to uh, uh, Mania Week and Weekend. Oh, yeah. What do you think? Not on, um, We could talk about the GCW Collective. That'll be its own different show at its own different time. Uh, yeah. Murder Grandpa and Murder Grandpa and Dirty Daddy. Mm. Moxley, Barnett, Bloods. Mo oh my God! Shit, I forgot about Yo. that. See, this is the problem. There's so Yo. much going on. Yo, that's exactly. There's so much going on, and not to mention you bringing out some. You, it also it also is bringing out some of the more competition that we didn't really necessarily shine a light on, like a Ring of Honor. It it also brought pretty much also brought the fact that Marty just took over as head Booker at Ring of Honor. Sure and, did. NWA. Mm -hmm. It's the NWA's there. 
You got GCW, Synergy. Shout out to our boy Colin. Oh, he's putting on a banger. Oh my God. There's a lot going on. There's yeah, a lot going on. It really it really is. There's a lot going on. And um as us as wrestling fans, we're just along for this ride. Woo. And it all started well, basically it all started whenever AEW showed up on TNT October 2019. Mm-hmm. And if you want to, and if you want to go earlier than that, NXT September. Why? I mean, it's out. It's out there. Our eyes are glued to the TV for some strange reason or another. Whether it be AEW, whether it be NXT. Mm-hmm. And it's like you always say, Queenie. Do you? Do you, boo boo? Do you, boo boo? And that Conrad is right. Straight and, uh, speaking straight facts here. I detect no lies. Um, this NXT is going to be a lot of fun. I'm pumped that it's on its own night. It feels more like WWE is recognizing it as a mainstream pay-per-view. Because they put their mainstream pay-per-views on Sunday. I love that. And NXT, if you're not watching, tune in tonight. Please, I'm begging you. I think you're gonna be real surprised with the talent, the level of talent that you see, I'm telling you guys, I'm telling you, it's going to be worth your time and investment. I want to thank my pal Chris. Go follow him at black underscore Baymax 8. He's got the dopest edits. He did my banner. He's done a whole bunch of graphics for me. He's the American graphic artist for DYWTSB with Pops and Mort and myself. He's the coolest man. You need some, you let him know. He'll get it for you. Just perfect. Perfect every time. So thanks for joining me today, Chris. Tell the people what they need to know. Uh, just make make sure you follow your boy at Black underscore Baymax 8. Whatever you need, whether it be a logo, banner, um, Phone background, poster, whatever you need. Electric slide in the DMs. I got you. <laughs> Boogie woogie woogie. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, I just want to thank everyone in the chat for coming. DG, Conrad, Colin. Meets boys. We're in the house. The Bob Culture Podcast. Oh, my God. Everybody who's here. Oh, Damo Craig came in the chat. Uh, Ozzy Lucian, BJ came in, Brian, um, all y'all, uh, media junkies, thank you so much for popping in the chat with me and Chris today. I hope you enjoy TakeOver this evening. As always, you know what to do. Go follow your girl at the Queen of NE on Twitter. If you ain't following already, what are you doing, honey? I got a lot of things going on. You know that I have a lot of things going on. So come follow. Uh, give me a, a like and subscribe right here on twitch that would be awesome and of course follow the show hashtag queens court wherever you get your podcast babies enjoy takeover portland we are out of here
two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.